Hi there. Welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of July 12, 2000. July 12th, cut. God, I'm working with amateurs. <laughs> Hey there, welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of July 18th, 2011. This is episode 112, and I'm Chris Bevelo, president of Interval. We are the healthcare marketing agency that puts on the podcast. I am joined today by Jackie. Hi, Jackie Ritaco, account coordinator with Interval. <laughs> um, and Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. Sorry, I just walked all over your introduction. Jeez. Lightning flashes. Across the, the sky. sky, I've got like head, I've got a microphone in front of my mouth and a big uh, set of headphones on my head. I can't wait for this lightning to connect with the power line out there. If you hear a zap, yeah. and my end goes silent. Then um, I can hear the thunder through the. <laughs> yeah. Can you? Yeah, yeah. It's yep. And we're on to the weather. The thunder rolls. <laughs> nope. Stop. No more weather. Oh shoot! This is live weather. We can't help that. So if yeah. like, you should take the aluminum bar that connects the microphone to your mouth out of your mouth, Adam, so that <laughs> if lightning strikes, actually, does aluminum conduct electricity? Oh, I think it does just barely, but I don't think it does very well. All right, maybe how about copper? Maybe it's magnets that it it's not magnetic or something. Yeah, whatever. Copper does very well. That's like what your wiring in your house is made out of. Sure, I should take the copper wires off my <laughs> eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. We we are making a pledge right here and now. Adam, I want you to watch the clock. We will not go over 22 minutes. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's that's a shorty. It's a shorty because when you <laughs> add it to our last podcast, it's still the two together averaged out will be longer than a normal podcast because last time was, oh, that was a long one. one. Yeah, it was a long that one. That was like yeah. a full-length movie. <laughs> it was. And then one of those full-length movies, it's like, come on, you could cut out like 45 minutes of this and still have a good movie. At the end, we just kept going and going. So I pledge to our listeners, whatever ones we have left after that debacle, we'll keep it nice and concise today. Well, you know, you can always just stop playing at a, a half-hour point. I suppose. Mm -hmm. Set your timer. We only have yeah. two topics today. How about that? That'll help. That will help. That will Depends help. Depends on what they unless are. We, unless we rant about them. Well... I don't know if they'll be ranting. One is kind of a rant. One's a great rant, and it's very, um, very applicable to the first one. <laughs> nice. But the, the first one is uh, Google+. Plus. So we've had a number of requests to talk about Google+, Plus, and uh, we're going we're gonna, to you know, do like our little community theater group roles here. So I'm going to play the old curmudgeon who goes, well, another social media, blah. <laughs> Sure. That's gonna that's gonna be a stretch. Yeah, really. That's yeah, I know. It's just well, it's a stretch for me. Yeah, it's a role that I've played <laughs> often. Though I, I all I have to do is say Google Wave, Google Buzz, Quora, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm I'm not such a curmudgeon anymore, am I? <laughs> Adam is going to play the young, hip techno wizard who will write my ways, and eventually I'll come around and see the see the benefit of this and jackie you are going to play the disgruntled neighbor who ends up killing her husband and burying him in the garden okay all righty that sounds pretty right on <laughs> that's, 
that cuts was- off his cuts off his penis and puts it in the garbage disposal. <gasps> wow, jeez, that's a whole. And- no, that was on the news. That was the news story the other day. <laughs> Some woman cut off her husband's penis and threw it in the garbage disposal. Welcome to Minnesota, that's- everyone. Why? Okay, can we break that down? Why would you put it in the garbage disposal? I, well, I why? Well, what was the whole the whole Bobbit scenario? Was it was found and reattached? I believe, right? You're not going to find or reattach anything yeah. once it's been. That's like the ultimate yeah. uh, vengeance, penile destruction. But for for those of us, and most of us have a garbage disposal, you know that when you do that, the food stays in there for like a, a couple of weeks, right? You find, I mean, if you ever get something in there, like a spoon or something, and you're finding like bits of food from three days ago. So, so she's so she's not really getting rid of it, you know, maybe in its entirety, but not. I mean, Seriously, can we redo which, this show? I can't believe. Oh, no. <laughs> well, she well, we'll, we'll, maybe, we'll put a link to the actual maybe story. Her so husband you know we're needs, not making this up. Maybe her husband needs Google Plus. It's a new, a different kind of Google Plus. He needs it. <laughs> he needs a new kind of Plus. Okay, so Google Plus. This is like this big thing now again. Okay, so it's huge. Everybody's talking about it. There's articles everywhere. Um, I so I'm not really playing a role here. I don't understand it yet. I, I to be honest, I've just got into it. Um, I have one circle, <laughs> whatever that is, and Adam's the only person <laughs> in that too. circle. <laughs> so so you know, I know I need to learn about it. Um, but but the thing that always makes me arch an eyebrow is the fervor with which I hear people, um, both. Inviting people into Google Plus and then blogging or tweeting about it or whatever. And so I'm always skeptical when something new comes along, like, okay, you know, is this just the big whatever of the the John Bobbitt of the week and then it's going to go away? So, Adam, help us understand, you know, just basically what the technology is about. And then we should probably talk a little bit about does this mean anything for healthcare marketers? Because some folks think it it can, but, um, but we can get to that in a little bit. So help explain what this is. Uh, All right. Well, if you're familiar with Facebook, um, you know, you're going to be familiar with what Google plus is at least what it is now um, is it's very similar to Facebook with a few exceptions Uh, as far as how it looks and feels at the moment, I should say, as far as the the grander picture for what it is going to be, um, that's, I think, very different from, or fairly different from Facebook. Um, but yeah, right now it's very similar to Facebook. You know, you 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 have friends. Uh, the difference here is that you you don't just have friends. You're, the circles that Chris alluded to a second ago um, are a way to kind of segment the people who you want to stay in touch with or the people that you want to follow. Um, so when you post something like on Facebook, for example, when you post something, it goes to abs- everybody is your friend, um, whether they're a, co- a coworker. Um, or family, or actually a friend, and they're they are you know in quotes friends with you on Facebook. They're going to see everything that you post for the most part. Um, <clears throat> in this case, you create circles, and you can post stuff to these circles. And if somebody's not in a circle that you posted to, they're not going to see what you've posted. So it's an interesting way to actually be able to kind of segment your friends, family, file, and you can post stuff to multiple circles. You can put it up there once and select, you know, three or four circles to post it to if you want everybody to see it. Um, so it can work similar to Facebook in that regard. Um, but it also allows you to segment your, uh, your friends and family and stuff a little bit, a little, well, a lot better. You can't do it at all with Facebook. Uh, the, the, the biggest difference I think, and this is more of a grand vision type thing is that, 
you know, when you think of Facebook, and Facebook's trying to get away from this by having the, you know, how you can, you go to certain websites now and you can use the login with Facebook option. You know, Facebook's trying to bring its world out to the internet on some level where you kind of have your Facebook identity, but now you can bring it with you to other places and you can see what other people have done in other places. Uh, I, it's, it's an interesting, I don't know how well that's working so far. I mean, I, I don't, I personally, you know, I don't, I don't see a lot of my friends using those features. I, I guess I haven't you know, done any research to see how widely accepted it's been so far, but Google's kind of starting from the opposite approach and that they, they're, they're marrying this Google plus into all of their services. The rollout's a little slow. It's not in everything right now, but it's going to be, um, over time here. But it's supposed to be less of, you know, with Facebook, there's a world you go to. There's, you know, there's the big internet and then there's this world called Facebook and you go live in that world to do your Facebook stuff. And then, you know, some people only live in that world. It's like the internet to them is Facebook. With Google Plus, you know, there is that Facebook wall type area, but it's more about integrating the social networking stuff into their services and into how you use the internet. Because, you know, Google obviously is the most widely used search engine. Um, their calendar, their Gmail is, I believe Gmail is the number one email software out there or email platform out there. I don't quote me on that. I could be wrong about that, but I believe I've read that somewhere. Um, so integrating this into that, into their other services like documents, calendars, photos, uh, they had, you know, their, their photo service was called Picasa. Now that's married into um, <clears throat> Google Plus, and I think they're dropping the name Picasa, so it'll just be the Google Plus photo sharing or something. I uh, Google does YouTube, so that's integrated into this thing for for video. So if you post video, and I've tested a few of those out, but those are basically getting uploaded to YouTube. Um, but they take your security settings that you set in Plus. So anyway, it's it's supposed to be bringing social networking to all these services that you use, rather and you know bringing it to the internet rather than just bringing it, creating this little world on the internet in which it all lives. So that's a long-winded answer of the difference between what Google Plus is and what some of these other, you know, and how, how, how it compares to some of the other services that are out there. I think it's kind of cool so far. You know, I don't have a lot of people. I probably have like a couple dozen people who are in my circles. Um, some are using it. Some are just kind of hanging out and seeing what it is. I really, really like the fact that you can segment these circles or your audiences. So it's, it's not everybody is your mm-hmm. friend because not everybody is your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, there's stuff that I just don't want, you know, I, I guess I don't care if some people see some of the stuff that I post, but I'd like to be able to just post it to my family. Um, I'd like to be able to not look at, and, and there's certain things you can do on Facebook. I know how to downrank people or to hide them from your stream and stuff. But, you know, some of the people, the D-bags from high school who I never liked, but, you know, accepted their friend request that they sent me for some reason at one point. So, I don't know. It's a nice way to kind of segment your audiences. Okay, so there's a couple things that I'm not clear on. I, I understand I understand what it's supposed to do, but I'm not sure how how it's helpful. So the, the the first is the latter thing you talked about. So the idea that, you know, I totally get, you know, why the value of having different circles and whatever. But to me, that almost precludes replacing Facebook. In other words, if I want to use that function fully, yeah. and so many people have Facebook as, uh, it's almost like their email, right? So, so you use email well, every day. Now, well, but yeah, I mean, what I mean, like the role in their lives. They use email every day. You could say the same with Google Search. Use Google Search every day, and you go to Facebook every day. People, you know, millions of people do that. For me, if that's really going to be fully taken advantage of, either everybody has to switch to Google Plus, or I now have to monitor two different right. It's kind of how I look at it. Places. Too. Am I wrong about that? Uh, 
Yes and no. I, they'll, they'll, they'll most likely be some plugins. I think there have been some out already that'll kind of integrate the services into each other. Um, I'm not quite sure how that integration will look or feel or work, but um, there, there most likely will be ways where you don't need to necessarily go to both to follow what's going on. But um, right now, you, you pretty much do have to go to both. Okay, yeah. so that so that'll take. I mean, to me, there's that's just an additive. It's not like a, you know, in other words, it's like a Twitter. I have to right. I have to think separately about Twitter. I'll have to think separately about mm-hmm. this. The other thing is, help me understand. Um, so I get what you're saying about all the different places that Google is, and that you know, it kind of is trying to bring social media to those places instead of going to like a separate place like Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm. But when would that ever apply? So so take like a calendar if you use google calendar yep. what's the value of having a social media component to your calendar or what's the value of having um i guess i could see it with photos well look um, at look at how we just the way that you three of us uh schedule appointments and so well, and the, the other colleagues we work with when we're scheduling uh appointments throughout the day i mean you know, Glenny, my wife and I uh, will share appointments, things, so that I know when to pick up Max from daycare. Uh, we have like a, I have like a yard work calendar, so I know when certain things have done, uh, have been done, like fertilizing or when we put other stuff down. Um, we have like a calendar that we share internally for like housework that needs to get done. Um, just think of social events that you'd have with your friends. I mean, so now you're in, now rather than like in, like our work setting, for example, take that to a grander scale. You're not just sharing appointments. Um, with colleagues, it's now it's like you send invite to a twins game to some of your friends who are going to go with you, or you put it on the calendar that you're seeing Motley Crue and Poison, uh, you know, next weekend. Uh, now people can see it, so it's kind of similar in that regard. It's it's marry, marrying, you know, Facebook events was this separate thing to keep track of. Now that's integrated into your calendar that you already use. Um, <laughs> If you use Google Calendar, that is. Well, that's the. <laughs> I mean, to your point, it's better. The, it's better than events, and that events everybody sees. So there's no way to to say, okay, I only want this event for my family or my work cohorts or whatever on Facebook. Everybody sees it. So in this mm-hmm. case, you'd be able to limit it to whatever circle you wanted. But again, it sounds like everybody has to be using Google Calendar. Yeah. I, as far as online calendars go, I'm going to guess Google Calendar is the most popular calendar out there. I mean, I oh, use it. no way, man. I don't. I don't use iCal. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not talking. About, I'm talking about online calendars. I'm not talking about right. um, you know your uh, whatever corporate <laughs> platforms that are the, mo- the most popular. Your Outlooks and your uh, uh, crap. I'm forgetting some of the other ones now. No, but you're th- right. Those most likely are the most widely used. I just mean of online services. I would suspect that Google Calendar is Google's calendar is the most popular. Well, and, and I, I think I, you're probably right about that. But but that's the, the, the that's a huge distinction because the majority of people don't use Google Calendar. Right. It may be the most popular online calendar, but I would venture to guess the majority of people out there do not use it. So well, the, but you also have to look into the look to the future. I mean, as more and more services are moving to the you know quote unquote cloud, and you know corporate environments are seeing the the cost savings of not necessarily, you know, far, far fewer IT people are required, far fewer or far less IT infrastructure is required to maintain software and stuff internally. If you just allow your employee, if you just set up your employees to use, that's, that's what the whole Google apps platform is all about, um, is getting people away from like these Microsoft services where you have to worry about software upgrades and installs and the huge IT department to support everybody. And all these services go online. So you've got Google apps online, the Gmail interface online, Google calendar. It's like, Move your move your corporate environment to this setup. That this is Google's idea, and this is where they're you know where a lot of companies are have already gone. Um, and now you've just removed a lot of the internal support you need. You don't have to worry about software upgrades. Um, 
it's, I don't know, for a lot of people, it's perfect. So this is Google's vision is that people are getting away from this localized software, uh, especially when it comes to corporate settings and the stuff that's used day in and day out that just does, simply doesn't even make sense anymore in, in many cases for it to be this you know, complicated local software installation um, to, to moving everything to the, to, the, to the web, to the cloud. So assuming that's the direction that we're going, um, Google's <clears throat> positioned right now to, to be the leader in that. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I, it, to me, what I fear a little bit is that the excitement that I hear is, is the same people that are excited about Quora and the same people that are like all over Twitter, which is a very, as we've talked about before, you know, there are sub, definitely subgroups and not to generalize. You've got, you do have, you know, people out in the community, you know, following on Twitter, let's take this for example. You've got Joe Public who follows celebrities, so that's one big chunk. You've got communicators and marketers, and you've got tech people. I think those are three major users of Twitter. I think it's the same people, less the celebrity followers for Google Plus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to get like my neighbor <laughs> off of Facebook to use this. Yeah. I don't see how or why they're gonna they're gonna make that leap. It's 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 dangerous to make some of these the assumptions though. I you know I I used to make a lot of assumptions too. But when you watch things like I mean, not that long ago, MySpace was the place to be, and Facebook was kind of this yep, thing yep. that all of a sudden showed up, and it was people were kind of checking it out. But it was like, why would I leave MySpace for Facebook? It's the same thing, but I have you know less control <clears throat> over how my stuff looks or how I, what I can put up there. Um, and now look at now look at it. I, yeah, <laughs> you know? you're right. No, and um, this so is where this we play stuff can just change. People are fickle with this stuff. It can change, you know, at the, the drop of a hat. Well, that's why we play these roles because I'm skeptical in the beginning, and then eventually come around. And I so, just kill my husband right now. And you killed your husband <laughs> and buried him in the garden. So I want to switch to. Um, does this mean anything for healthcare marketers? There's an article on Health Leaders Media from Jana Shaw, our mm-hmm. old friend Jana Shaw, who used to be kind of in their marketing area. Now is in their IT area. And the head of the the name of the article is Six Google Plus Positives for Healthcare. And she kind of sounds like me. I won't read it all, but she's saying basically, you know, hey, I count myself among the skeptics, but then again, I always count myself among the skeptics. You know, she was dismissive of social media, just like, you know, I was a lot of people in my maybe generation. Uh, She goes on to talk about why she likes. Google Plus for businesses, including healthcare organizations. But the reasons are sketchy. So I'm going to read these and you tell me what you think. The first is it has more features than other social media sites. So that's kind of, you've already touched on that, Mm -hmm. Adam. Um, You know, like multi-person video chat. I think that's cool. I don't know how that helps healthcare marketers. Yes, if everybody moved to this, you could create little online focus groups, but you could do that now, you know, with certain software. So I'm not sure that's that's it. Um, there are business features coming, particularly around um, analytics, which would be cool. But again, it's not like why you use the tool. It's just a nice benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, she has as narrow settings. Uh, and this is where she talks about how you can block an individual post from somebody. So <laughs> comparing mm-hmm. it to Facebook, where you either... Uh, defriend them, or you can block them um, from your feed without defriending them, but it blocks everything. Right. She's saying that you can block an individual post, and I put a gigantic "Who cares?" by that. Actually, that's uh, pretty nice. That was one of the first things uh, I noticed, dude, and I was why? like, "That's handy." <laughs> well, well, do, 
Okay, can just, I, let me no. Let me tell you why I think it's dumb, and then you can tell me why I'm wrong. If if you're taking the time to delete posts in your in your feed, you've got too much time in your hands. The whole idea is you ignore it. Yes, you ignore it, and, it, and in five minutes it's gone anyway. No, not when you not when it's based on an algorithm where when there's a lot of activity around a certain post. <clears throat> like on Facebook, if you if you look at the top, you you've got an option to click like most popular and latest posts or something like that. I right, think. And the right. stuff that's got the most activity rises to the top um, and stays at the top for a while. Yeah. So if you, if there's something there that's like maybe it's some like political discussion and you, and it's like either a you don't want to it's just you don't want to see that kind of stuff on Facebook, which typically I don't. Um, or it's something you disagree with. It's you know it's just coming from the other side of the aisle and you don't want to be looking at it here. Uh, you can, in this case with Google, I mean, on Facebook, you can delete the post. I mean, it's not that big a deal, but on Facebook, on Google plus, you can also just, it's called muting it. Right. You can mute right. It, so it just doesn't show up. Um, yeah, it's not something you'd probably use a lot, but it's certainly a nice thing to be able to do. It, yeah. But I, I, even to your point, I, to me, I, maybe I'm thinking about it different. I don't have my Facebook set up that way, but I think of Twitter and Facebook feeds and yeah, there are certainly things I don't like or, or would want to mute, but I would not take the time to do it. I would let it just go by, but I, I don't see why Facebook couldn't add that function maybe more efficiently than they have now. So that's to me that again, not a reason to use it. Right. Four is narrower settings she has in here. Um, that's the circle part, which I think is really handy. Mm-hmm. Um, Five is user-friendly interface. Um, I, again, I think that's fine, uh, but it's you know it's like saying you know here's this great piece of technology and it's easy to use, but I still don't know why to use it. And then six is aesthetics, and this kind of makes me laugh. It says um, it just looks nice when a patient checks in with your Facebook page. There's no doubt that they're looking at a Facebook page. Although at this time, there's no way to brand Google Pages. They do have a lot of white space and a clean, streamlined look and feel. Well, it, in other words, it's the same as Facebook now. Now maybe that's going to change, but there's no way you can tell me by looking at the Google Plus page that it doesn't. It's always going to look like a Google Plus page unless well, they let you, unless they let you change that. Well, uh, yeah. Is, is that all of her points? That's it. <sighs> those are. I think my biggest beef with those points is those are very, very surface level. Yeah. That's right. a very, very surface level analysis of Google Plus and how it can be beneficial or what it means to you or uh, how you're going to have to use it. The, the Some of the main things you should be thinking about right now is, A, it's new, so you probably should at least be familiar with, with where it came from, why it exists, what they're thinking about doing with it. You know, that's the kind of the big picture thing. But B, this it's very likely that it could start to influence search engine rankings, especially within Google. I mean, it's more content that's going to be up, that's going to be online and indexed. Um, so for, from mm-hmm. that perspective, it's going to influence search engine rankings anyway. But they've got this plus one thing integrated into it. Um, it sounds like you know that's going to be having an impact on search engine rankings to somewhat um, as that plus one shows up not only on Google+, Plus but also within Google search results. Um, so you need to be taking that into consideration is, you know, if your competitor is, you know, on Google plus and you're not, um, is that, you know, boosting their potential search, their, their, their search engine rankings over yours? It, it may be down the road. Who knows? We'll have to see how it plays out. Um, but the other thing too, is as we talked about earlier, you know, this is bringing social networking kind of away from this little world and out to the web. This is going to be, you know, you're, you're, not being on Google Plus means you may not be integrated in certain ways into search results, assuming that they you know continue to kind of marry their social networking here into their other 
channels, or maybe there's something within calendaring that you're not going to be included in anymore, or within Google Docs, or within Photos, or within YouTube. Um, there's just it's, there's a there's a bigger pic- picture thing here. A lot of questions that you know we, can, we don't have answers for right now, but <clears throat> I think Google's really hanging their hat on this, and they're really going to integrate it into what their what their core business is. Um, and that's important to know. And that's mean, that means you really need to be paying attention to this as it evolves. It may go the way of Google wave, you know, maybe it fizzles out. Um, I, I doubt it. You know, Google wave was more of like, uh, you know, Google's known for making these little products, trying things out. If it catches on, uh, you know, they keep it, they make it bigger, better. They support it. Otherwise it fizzles out and they just kind of drop it. It goes away and you forget about it a couple of years or a year later. I don't think that's the case with this. I mean, this is this is pretty. This thing is, seems like it's a pretty big deal. And for most of what I've what I've just, as I hear tech people talking about it, they're like amazed at how Google is like kind of evolving its own brand to an extent with the the, the plus after their name to um, make this thing something. You know, they're really. I think they've got big uh, big big ideas and a big big picture vision for it so i, I don't know mm-hmm. you got I don't, I, if you're not paying attention to it i think that's going to be a detrimental detrimental to you in the long run well in in the past you've you've shown me the light on this stuff so i'm definitely not saying no way and i think you know i think you do have to pay attention to it i just yeah. still hear in my head the google wave stuff and how this is going to revolutionize how you communicate and replace email and it's just so much hype, and it and it was, I mean, now on the launch of that, and we shouldn't berate this much more, but it fizzled because they couldn't even explain what the hell it did. I did see an article on this on Google Plus where there's the same challenge of of Technorati trying to explain what this is. That doesn't mean it's the same as Wave or will fail like Wave, but. Um, don't you know? Don't beat me over the head for being skeptical again. It's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. Someday the wolf will come, and this will actually be maybe a game changer. Yeah. So maybe it is this, but um, we're we've blown by our twenty four minutes. I know, yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. Well, That's all right. we'll, we'll we're, you know, let's just do this last one. We'll keep it really short because I think it's a great. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's a great counter to what we just talked about, but it, it helps put things in perspective. So our friend Chris Boyer has a new blog called, uh, well, it's just the URL is ChristopherBoyer.com. But one of his first posts uh, just had so many comments and uh, ironically retweets because it's <laughs> titled Stop Using Social Media. And when I first saw the headline, I thought Chris was using that as like a twist Um and he was going to say something like, stop using social media, embrace social media or something like that. <laughs> no, he's actually saying, stop, just stop, yeah. you know, like put down your phone, step away from Twitter, give yourself a breath. Remember why we started using these tools. Mm-hmm. They're best to communicate and uh, collaborate with others. They're not best for one to many. Um, you know, he makes a, a comment in here. It says, Uh, It's easy to mistake social media for a silver bullet to help reach an increasingly fragmented audience. But shifting its emphasis from communicating to marketing is like trying to turn phones and email into sales tools. That's already been done. Do we really want social media to go the way of telemarketing and spam? I think that's a great point. And we've talked about Twitter potentially going there he he kind of makes fun he's got this thing called a social media flower this is it looks like the nbc peacock but it's got all these different social media tools and now we can add a google plus to it because that wasn't in there before um 
this just it's a great post it's i think oh, everybody should read yeah. that post we'll post it up for for people to read so they can go online and share it through twitter and facebook with their friends mm-hmm. but no it i think it's it's just as good to just remember what these tools are supposed to be about especially as marketers uh and to you know get step away from it we re- we were joking before the podcast about uh, somebody who had written a, an article on Google Plus and was just literally frothing, and that's the kind of thing that you know it kind of that's what lends my edge of skepticism is when I read that, uh, and and said at one point in in the article you know after five short hours I've added you know so and so many people to my circles and I just thought five hours you spend five hours on Google Plus how you know in the sitting how. Unless, unless they were talking about how that just maybe it can automatically happen, but if you're spending five hours on Twitter, Chris Boyer's you know, calls. just sitting there, <laughs> yeah. If you're, you know, if you're on, if you're in Facebook five hours straight, if you're on Google Plus five hours straight, mm-hmm. I think you're missing life. I, I don't know. So maybe that's the the preachiness of me coming out there. Did you read that article, Adam? Yeah. Yep. I saw it right away when he when he tweeted about it. Yeah, that's kind of ironic, but <laughs> he's using he's using social media to like jujitsu, where he's using social media to, to defeat itself. <laughs> anyway, we should we'll leave it there. We're pretty close to, to twenty four minutes. Cool, closer to twenty four than to forty. <laughs> I'm sure yes. people appreciate that. Yes, they do. I think they do. Okay, well, let's sign off there. Nice recap of Google Plus, Adam, and hopefully that helps people at least get a grip on it, and uh, we'll post all the the articles that we've been referencing on our show notes. Mm -hmm. And with that, we will sign off. So for Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast, this is Chris Bevelo. Jackie Ritacco. Adam Meyer. We will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks.